0: Chapter 19 Sucks to be him Jill didn't have to open her eyes to tell where she was. She could feel the vibration of the road and the leather of the Escalade's back seat. On top of all that, she could smell the fucking gardener, his cheap cologne and his hair's disgustingly greasy pomade. He was the fat asshole's personal driver, but as far as Jill was concerned, he was the fucking gardener. Her head throbbed, but it wasn't too bad. It wasn't as if she liked that Lurch had hit her, but she was appreciative of the fact that he had struck her with an open hand just above her ear so she didn't have to conceal a bruise on her face. Still, keeping her eyes closed, she reached both hands into her Louis Vuitton handbag that had been placed on her stomach. The fingers of both hands worked like tentacles as they searched for what she wanted. The first hand to find the prize pulled out an orange RX bottle, leaving her other hand to keep searching for its own precious spoil. The label read Vicodin, but the name the prescription was made out to was definitely not Jill Borkovitz. The rattle coming from inside the container was dull. There was only one pill left, and Jill skillfully popped off the child-safe lid with one hand. This wasn't her first rodeo, after all. The lid was discarded to the floor of the car, and her face contorted a little as she tried to concentrate on the hand still tucked away in the handbag. With a couple reassuring jerks, she found what she was looking for deep in the bottom, hidden under lipsticks, tampons, and eyeliner. She tilted the RX container and poured the last remaining pill into her open mouth, and she dry-swallowed the pill. The empty container dropped to the floor, and a sense of calm appeared on her face, Not because the Vicodin had kicked into gear, it was way too early for that, but because of the sense of relief that she had found what she was looking for. Jill brought her other hand out of the handbag, clutching a small airplane bottle of Kettle One vodka. This time there was no one-handed trickery. She just put the bottle's top between her vice-like teeth and twisted it till it opened. She spat the lid to the floor and poured the vodka into her open mouth, guzzling the whole bottle as if it was water. The fucking gardener heard the commotion in the back seat and looked into the rearview, but she was still lying down so he couldn't see her. We'll be at the motel in a moment, Miss Jill, the fucking gardener said over his shoulder. Jill sprung up, throwing the empty bottle of vodka at the back of the fucking gardener's head. Motel? Take me to the fucking chateau? Jill demanded. The fucking gardener could see her in the rearview mirror now. There was real anger bubbling beneath her beautiful facade. "'Sorry, Miss Jill,' the fucking gardener said. "'Strict instructions to take you to Starbright.' "'Starbright?' she thought as the escalade made its way past the green median strips of Beverly Hills and into the billboard-filled area of the Sunset Strip. It was the motel she was living at when she had met the fat asshole. It was supposed to be just for a few days— but it turned into a few months while she got her life together, and before she did, along came her knight in shining armor. The Starbright Motel wasn't a complete shithole, but compared to the Chateau Marmont, it was a locker at Union Station. It was just outside of downtown LA, bordering Echo Park, so not the most charming of areas, but for the price and location, it was good value. As far as she was concerned, it was pure fucking evil that he was sending her back there now. She had cash and safety deposit boxes hidden around L.A. They could pay for a nice hotel. But the fat asshole had made sure to kick her out after close of business so she couldn't get access to them. Regardless of that, she had hoped the fat asshole would have at least sprung for a week at a nice hotel before she shipped herself off to Europe for a little holiday-slash-make-some-money yachting. Her role in life was not to pay rent. It was to live the life she deserved and that life was by the pool at the fucking Chateau Marmont. She was pissed at the fat asshole, but she wasn't helpless. She had purses, jewelry, shoes, and cash hidden away in safety deposit boxes around L.A. that were going to finance a one-way trip to Mykonos or Cannes to find some new wealthy benefactors. Jill pulled out her phone and was shocked to see that it was off. It was never off. It was always on, always ready to receive positive energy through likes and direct messages. The screen glowed as the phone came to life, but an error message came up quickly, informing her there was no SIM card present. She clicked past that, but she knew what was waiting for her on the other side. The Apple welcome screen that greeted people with brand new phones, only Jill's phone wasn't brand new. Not only had Lurch taken the SIM card, He had deleted her whole phone. Are you fucking kidding me? Jill whispered to herself. That fucking fat asshole. All the contacts she had accrued while she was with the fat asshole had just disappeared. All the photos she had taken and not uploaded to the cloud were now gone forever. The fucking gardener had better sense than to re-enter into conversation with Jill and just kept driving like he hadn't heard anything. Frustration was making Jill's head hurt, and she took a deep breath to calm herself. The fat asshole was trying to give her wrinkles, and she was having none of that. This time, there was no precision. She just emptied out the contents of her handbag onto her lap and found her small wallet. Of course, it was also Louis Vuitton. You fucking fat asshole, Jill whispered again as she pulled out the two cards that remained. All that was left was her driver's license and an old Equinox membership card. Lurch had taken all of her credit cards and literally left her with nothing. She could feel tears making their way into her eyes as she scrambled through the rest of the wallet. Her breathing increased as she opened every empty compartment until she found it. One single hundred dollar bill. The fat fucking asshole had left her one hundred dollars to start her life again with. She didn't know how she was going to pay rent at the Starbright and buy a new SIM card for her phone. It was going to be one or the other. Pull over up here, Jill snapped. You better fucking wait for me, too. Jill got out of the car at a run-down strip mall. She couldn't believe how low she had fallen. She was walking to a mini-market to buy a fucking prepaid SIM card for her phone wearing a bikini top, flip-flops, and Daisy Dukes like some poor loser."